Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for the 22nd and final episode of Let's Talk Touchdowns. It's been an absolute pleasure, so thank you to all those that have joined us along this journey. I am Morgan Edwards, and join with me, as he has been every step of the way, is the Ant to my deck, the Osu Imanuro to my Jason Bell, the Tom Brady to my Rob Gronkowski. It is, of course, K. Ryan Hines. It just had to be the best one for the last episode, didn't it? I think it really was, you know. That's a good one. I like I'm, it. I'm glad you think so, man. I'm glad you think so. We've had the Super Bowl. The NFL season has come to its conclusion, Kay. I know. It's um, not what a conclusion it was. Unbelievable. Like, where's the time gone? Like, we're 22 episodes in. We started this just mere boys, and now we are men. <laughs> a whole season later. We are indeed. Um... Yes, it, time has gone f- so fast. Um, yeah, because we were planning this in like the summer, weren't we? Yeah. When like yeah. life was good, you know, and it was all sunny, and then we we're thinking, you know, it's going to be so fun doing this, and it was so fun doing this. I just can't it believe was. it. How quickly it's gone! Unbelievable. Yeah, and everything that's happened in between. Yeah. It has to it's... be one of the most exciting seasons there's been for a long time. Mm. Fantastic season and. What an end to it as well. Obviously, mm. the Buccaneers are now Super Bowl champions 31-9. And to all of those people, myself included, that kind of wrote the Buccaneers off from the beginning, saying, oh, Tom Brady's not that good. You were wrong. I was wrong. We were all wrong. We were all wrong. The Buccaneers did it, man. They did. Somehow they did it. And they did it in an amazing fashion. I don't think you can say that um, they didn't deserve to win it because they clearly did. Yeah. They absolutely did, and they just destroyed the Chiefs. They just absolutely annihilated the Chiefs. I think there's one stat for me that kind of sums up this game, and it was Patrick Mahomes was pressured on 52% of the snaps, which is the most in any Super Bowl ever. <laughs> All 55 Super Bowls, he was under pressure the most, and that that was just evident, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, the... The books played amazingly on offense and defense, and the, one of the major talking points of the game is how much the Chiefs shot themselves in the foot. It was mm. unbelievable. In the first half, they had what nine penalties for nearly a hundred yards. Yeah, something insane. Absolutely that, insane. And yeah, I don't think it comes down to officiating. I think it just comes down to mm. them not playing well enough. To be honest. Yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Some may argue that there were plenty of, you know, officiating decisions, and there were, but I don't think many of them were unjust. I think it was very much a case of just the Chiefs not doing themselves any favours, to be honest. None whatsoever. It was um, really kind of sad to see because I think Mahomes played, he got, he took a while to get into the game, but then he played Mm. an amazing um, 60 minutes of football, Mm -hmm. like 50 minutes of football, he played an amazing game. And then you have his wide receivers, which are some of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. Travis Kelsey, the best in uh, best mm-hmm. tight end in the league. You got um, Tyreek Hill, one of the best, if not the best. And then you got Pringle, Hardman, some of the best in the league. They're just dropping catches like they've yeah. never played a game of football to- before. It was insane. And it's not even like you can kind of excuse them if they hadn't been in a Super Bowl, you know, because mm. some teams just crack into the pressure. Some teams crack into the pressure of the playoffs, for example. However. 
<laughs> this Chiefs team won the Super Bowl last year, but they were yeah. a shadow of their former selves in this game. They really were, and I don't know what it comes down to, to be honest. I don't know. I think, I'm sure they didn't assume that it was going to be easy, but maybe in the first one, in their first Super Bowl last year, perhaps they weren't expecting, I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? Because I think perhaps there's more pressure going Mm. into this one, everyone expecting them to win. Yeah, definitely. It must have been... um... But the Chiefs aren't that type type of team to mm. uh, kind of fold like that, and it was really heartbreaking to see. I was trying to be as neutral a fan as I can be because <laughs> uh, host of the podcast, you want to you want to try and yeah, be neutral. Yeah. But I was rooting for the uh, Chiefs, and in the end, it wasn't the Chiefs that got the victory, and the books thoroughly deserve it. Tom Brady played an amazing round of football from from mm. the offset. Um, everyone on that books team played amazingly. And that's the thing. We can't talk about this this Super Bowl without mentioning the two the two words: Tom Brady. Unbelievable! He's won seven Goat. Super Bowls, the greatest Goat. of all time. Unbelievable! Seven Super Bowls in ten appearances. That seventy percent is is an incredible success rate as it is. But it to really do it is. in the final, in the final stage of one of the most grueling sports there is. Seven Super Bowl victories, seven Super Bowl rings, and he did it this time without Bill, Bill Belichick silencing all those, me included, who are saying, you know, <laughs> Tom Brady, is he that good or is it just Bill Belichick and the England Patriots? And now it's clear to see that it was him all along. He is just that good. It's it's not fair that when you come up against um, teams like with Tom Brady, he was playing amazingly. The throws he was making were pinpoint accurate. Mm. It was actually astonishing. Um, and the books, they're past... Their pass rushing was, it's incredible. It's they get scary. off the line so fast and Mahomes has to scramble for his life. And to be fair, he did some good scrambling and then it comes mm-hmm. down, he makes an amazing throw. Like there's one um, point, that might be in the third quarter where he was getting rushed and um, he was about to fall down and he, he was on his, like he was almost parallel to the ground, mm-hmm. like horizontal in the air and yeah. made a throw and it just bounced off the receiver's helmet. Like what more could Mahomes have done to mm-hmm. get that ball off he literally couldn't have done any more i know i guess you could argue you know if he weren't under as much pressure he would have had a bit more accurate passing but i don't think his passing accuracy was the issue like you say care i think plenty of these passes i think fell into the hands of these players and then just fell straight back out again i Mm. think they and that that has to knock your confidence a bit because if you're You've got you're obviously one of the best in the league and you know that. But then you're not make you're not getting those completions and it's a bit like why aren't I getting those completions? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you have to ask, is it me or is it my team? And uh, and if you're still if you're making up for that deficit on your behalf and then your team's not making up for it, then what what else can you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because we, we both said coming into the the second half, Andy Reid would have given them a very, very stern word and been like, "What? Well, let's get back to how we play football because when we play football the way we do it, we do it well. But mm-hmm. that wasn't the case. Yeah, but I think this loss for Patrick Mahomes is only going to be good mm. because his his record as a starter was, I think he'd only lost like one game as a starter, something incredible. I think like it was one or two. two or something, yeah. Two, yeah. So now Maybe he's got this loss. One, I can't remember, yeah. I think it was like 23-1 and one or something mm. until this game, now it's 23-2. and two. Something along those lines. An incredible success record as a starter, but I think this game was important 
because he will come back. He'll be a little bit humbled, maybe, come back mm-hmm. even stronger next year because I think, obviously, he won the MVP and then he won the Super Bowl last year. So there wasn't really much more for him to have achieved this year. And I think it's, you know, it'll make him hungry for next season, won't it, Very essentially? Um, one thing I would like to mention is an absolute shout-out to... Uh, the Bucks' defensive coordinator Todd Bowles. I don't think he's getting uh, enough credit because to to form a defense that the Buccaneers managed, he's the only defensive coordinator to ever hold Patrick Mahomes to no touchdowns. Like, why are we not talking about that? You know, like he the Bucks just shut down this Kansas City Chiefs. It wasn't even like uh, you know, obviously there were mistakes on the wide receivers' ends, for example, and the tight end tight ends ends as you as we've mentioned. But I think. This defense just didn't really give the Chiefs much of a chance. And this secondary, whenever people were asking me, oh, what's going to happen in this Super Bowl? I was thinking, right, okay, well, it's coming down to two things. The wide receivers on the Chiefs side are going to destroy the Buccaneers secondary. Mm. But the Buccaneers defensive line is going to destroy the Kansas City O-line. So it depends. If they manage to sack Mahomes and put pressure on Mahomes, then they stand a chance. But I think that definitely happened. But the converse of that where I said, the wide receivers are going to destroy destroy the Buccaneers secondary. That didn't happen at all. I think they shut down the wide receivers just as much. Yeah, they um, they on every single possession of the uh, the Chiefs, there was a deep safety and mm. another safety covering uh, Tyreek Hill. So Tyreek Hill had absolutely no opportunity to get free, mm-hmm. and um, that's obviously one of the ways to shut down the Chiefs because Tyreek Hill didn't get any big catches at all. Mm-hmm. And even when um, he did catch a ball behind the line of scrimmage or behind the uh, first down mark, they they were on him within seconds, so he couldn't mm-hmm. make up that first down. And that was that's just a testament to the Chiefs. Oh, I mean, the Bucks in their defensive coordinator because they know how to now stop Mahomes um, and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And they did it ex- extraordinarily. Yeah, and I definitely think some kind of element of the whole fact of the occasion kind of got in the way mm. because if we think about other teams that have done this, the Bills tried to do it early on in the season, didn't they? They had yeah. a lot of two deep deep safeties or at least one deep safety quite often. And so Andy Reid was like, fine, let me run it down your throat. And they rushed for 250 yards, which is the most mm. they'd ever done under <laughs> you know, Andy Reid. But I think because it was the Super Bowl, I think perhaps Andy Reid was like, reverting back to what he knew because it's like right if we're going to win this we're going to have to play the best football we can play so let's play the best football we can play i.e Patrick Mahomes passing it perhaps if they'd got that early that run game into the game a bit earlier on because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was pretty quiet in that game I thought and you can't also you know that wasn't his issue but it's just because they weren't running the ball enough because perhaps the Chiefs aren't as confident in their run game as they've shown in previous games. Yeah, and in the first half, um, pretty sure it was Mahomes that had the most um, mm. yards from scrimmage, rushing yards from scrimmage. And even with the uh, injury to his toe, we're not sure exactly what it is, but uh, mm. they kept repeating that they, he would need surgery in the off-season. He was still able to make those plays and make that... Um, Make yeah. the first downs, and uh, he he got off to a slow start, as I said before. But he was still making those plays, and it's just his team around him weren't able to do the same at that occasion. So it must it. I don't want to start making excuses for the Chiefs because 
I want I wanted them to win, which I did uh, very badly. But mm-hmm. it also comes down to Tom Brady just being amazingly good and the books playing amazingly on both sides of the ball. So mm-hmm. it's a thoroughly good win for the books. And yeah. as you said, it won't be. It's not a bad thing for Mahomes to have a loss under his belt. He'll just have to come back uh, stronger next time. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think another thing as well is that Bruce Arians, the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, has given Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski kind of a license to do what they want. Because they were saying, I was reading a quote, a couple of quotes earlier, when um, Bruce Arians was being interviewed, and he's kind of like, he said to Tom Brady and to Rob Gronkowski, if you need a day off, just say, you know, I I need you for the weekend, so just have a day off. Like, you're only saying that throughout the season because he was saying... These players, these guys have never had a day off in their lives working at the New England Patriots, you know, and it's like Bruce Aaron's basically allowing the greatness to be great. And he was saying he's allowing Tom Brady to coach this team. You know, he's the greatest player of all time. Like, you've got to allow him to have some say in what happens. And I definitely think that we saw that on the pitch in the Super Bowl this weekend. Yeah, and it obviously works extraordinarily well because he's he's able to turn that team around within a season and... Mm. Uh, it just goes to show, I don't know how many times I can say but Tom Brady is absolutely stacked. He's He has to be one of the best sportsmen, if not the best mm. sportsman ever to have lived. Mm. Definitely and up there. There's not a lot you can do against that. It's, it's, you can try your best, and I think Andy Reid did try his best, and Mahomes obviously did, but mm-hmm. the rest of his team around him, oof. Yeah, it's a rough one. It's certainly a rough one. It is. Should we move on to Touchdown of the Week, Kay? Let's do it. Okay, so for the final time this season, let's have our touchdowns for the week. You're listening to Let's Talk Touchdowns, a podcast by Kay Ryan Hines and Morgan Edwards. Okay, this is the time in the show where Kay and I give you our favourite touchdowns of the week. And usually we have loads of games to choose from, but obviously it being the Super Bowl on Sunday, just gone got one game so but there were plenty of plenty of touchdowns to choose from k which one was your favorite um i think it has to be rob kronkowski's first one mm. just because of the kind of story behind kronkowski and how he mm-hmm. was he was retired a year ago he was just sitting at home or i think he was at the super bowl wasn't he He was at the super bowl um just well, watching no. it yeah, yeah yeah he retired the year before didn't he yeah he retired the year before you know had a whole season out, but comes back in mid-season and just does what Rob Gronkowski does, you know? Mm-hmm. He gets those touchdowns, too, in a Super Bowl after having a year out, not just from injury, but from retirement. Mm-hmm. I think that's quite an achievement in its own, so I think that's got to take it for me. Yeah, 100%. I think the thing for that touchdown is, like, Rob Gronkowski has very much been a blocking tight end for the majority of the season, and as the season was building up to its conclusion... All of a sudden, he was just getting touchdowns after touchdowns, wasn't he? Mm. Utilising him way more, perhaps when he's got that fitness back. And I think, obviously, that was evident in this Super Bowl because my favourite touchdown of the week was Rob Gronkowski's second touchdown. <laughs> um, quite well, that's uh, that's worked out quite well. And the reason for that is it's his fifth touchdown in a Super Bowl. All five of those passes have come from Tom Brady, which is now a new record. So Tom Brady to Rob Gronkowski has led to five Super Bowls, breaking... Joe Montana to Jerry Rice's record in previous Super Bowls. Unbelievable achievement from the pair of them. Absolutely unbelievable. They should be extremely proud of themselves and yeah. just take it on the chin, you know. Another fantastic achievement, right, I saw, is that elected like 
into the Hall of Fame mm. have at the age of forty three have been like John Elway, Joe Montana, other fantastic quarterbacks. I can't remember all of them off the top of my head at the exact age of forty three. Mm. And there's Tom Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl at forty three. <laughs> it's madness, absolute madness. And uh, I think he's going to carry on because he he's very hot at the moment. So why why stop? Mm. I definitely I definitely think they've both got one more season left in them I reckon and then call it a day you know see what see what more they can do with this Tampa uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers team and then yeah okay there were our touchdowns for the week obviously you've only got one game to go check those out uh, at home and I hope you've watched the highlights for the Super Bowl anyway because it's a fantastic affair it so works. definitely check that one out but okay I'm sure you're thrilled to hear it's time for the predictions of the week Oh, that's a wild card. That oh. is a wild card. You're going to have to justify that one. I'm going to have to justify that. You're right. It's going to be the package. It's going to be the package. It has to be. There's, it has there's to no be. doubt about it. The Cowboys are going to win every other game after this one, but they're going to lose this one. No, oh, I'm, I'm not sure about I'm that one. <laughs> Morgan and Kay's predictions for the week. Okay, predictions of the week, obviously, you know, only one game, you know the result of that game. However, if you think back to, it was two weeks ago now, wasn't it? Because we had a week off, Kate, because so, yeah. there's no Pro Bowl game. Um, we both went for the Chiefs. We were both proven wrong. We both went for the Chiefs, yeah. so we're zero I was a bit one. sour as well. Mm. Am I right in thinking you went to bed early, Kay? I went to bed like five minutes early. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't want to see the Chiefs lose. I was a bit sad, but, you know, got to be a good mm. sportsman. So, finishing the season as the king of predictions for the week is yourself, K. Ryan Hines. 39 for 66, and I was 32 for 66. I take my hat off to you, sir. Fantastic achievement. Thank you, thank you. Um, it was a close game. It was close, close the whole week, to be honest. Or mm. the whole season, sorry. It was... Um... It was good because we kept we kept each other on our toes. Mm. And I just felt you had a good run, I had a good good run, and I was just better, you know. So um, I'm I think, quite happy to do that again. Yeah, I think the start of my start of the season, um, I was getting a bit, I was being a bit controversial with some of my picks, some of my mm. choose, my choices, which meant I kind of got off to a massive deficit. I think I was like seventeen behind you at one point. Just to kind of finish only yeah. seven behind you is uh, not too bad. It's not bad at all. I think you should be proud of yourselves, but I think that's two points to me, is it? Yes, that's two points to you. Um, and then it's how many points did we say for the DK Metcalf one? I think um, just one. Just one. Okay, so you owe me one point. One pint, mm-hmm. sorry, because DK Metcalf scored more fancy points only just <laughs> than more <laughs> fancy points than Tyler Lockett. Um, and I also owe you two points because I thought the Falcons were going to beat the Panthers, right? Mm. Which means I owe you three pints, Kay. Let's settle it on that. I owe you three pints. I think I think we did pretty well there, Morgan. That's not bad to predict all of the uh, all of the games to become so close. Yeah, I think thirty nine for sixty six and thirty two for sixty six. Considering we essentially chose three hardest games each week to predict, we find the most like evenly matched ones, don't we? Mm. The fifty fifty ones. So you got you know above 50% record I just about just under 50% 32 for 66 not a bad not a bad achievement I think um might be tempted to like look back at all the crazy predictions that I've had and look back at the end of all these when I've yeah, got all the episodes it would, up and... it would be to be fair mm, yeah do you want to th- do you want to look back at some of the other predictions we made Kay? 
Yeah, let's go for it. If you think back then to the start of the season, the first episode of Let's Talk Touchdowns, episode one, everyone go check it out if you haven't heard it already. Kay and I made some predictions for the season, namely the Super Bowl winners and the MVP. Can you remember what you went for, Kay? Don't worry, if not, because I've got them down. I went back and looked. I think I went for uh, Chiefs versus Ravens. Oh, Ch- Chiefs and slash Ravens versus the Seahawks, I believe. Mm, mm-hmm. Is it That's something correct. like that? So you went for, you were thinking notable mentions to the Chiefs, Ravens and Packers, but you think the Seahawks are going to take the victory. I think you said Chiefs, Seahawks, Super Bowl. Mm. I went for a Chiefs-Cowboys Super Bowl. Very wild prediction for me. However, had Dak Prescott not got injured, I think it would have been a different story. But we're not going to dwell on that because I was wrong. I was very far off on that one. The Cowboys not even making it to the, to playoffs. the playoffs. It um, was. It came down to the wire there. That NFC East came mm. down to the wire. So I don't think you can be too sad about that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, yeah. So, I mean, fair play to us for both predicting the Chiefs were going to be in the Super Bowl. But we very much underestimated those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So mm. neither of us were right there, but I think I went for, um, I think I said it, the Cowboys would have won that. I'm not sure exactly who I said would have won. Either way, I was wrong. Actually, no, I said the, I said the Chiefs for Cowboys, but I know I'm pretty sure I went for the Cowboys winning that one. Mm. Um, do you remember, sir, who you went for in the MVP race? Um, I think it was either Mahomes or Jackson, and maybe Russell as well. Mm, so you were thinking... Do I go for Mahomes? Do I go for Jackson? Do I go for Russell Wilson? And then you said, actually, I think I'm going to go Josh Allen, which actually wasn't a bad shout in itself. Oh, oh look at me. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not terrible at this predicting game, you know. Not terrible at all. And I went for my risky ones were Matt Stafford or Dak Prescott. Mm. You had all your have... balls in one, all your eggs in yeah. one basket there. I think Matt Stafford didn't have the season I thought he was going to have, but I think that's more an issue of the fact that the Lions suck. But Matt Stafford's now gone to the Rams, isn't he? So that's a fantastic yeah, trade for him. And then Goth went to with it, the Lions. So they, yeah, swapped with the Lions. Yeah, they kind mm-hmm. of switcheroo, didn't they? But I think I said I think it could be Matt Stafford or Dak Prescott. But I said realistically, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes, isn't it? Yeah. And for those who don't, yeah, and for those who don't actually know. None of those were the MVP. It was Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. So the NFL honours were the night before the Super Bowl. So do you remember, Kay? I, I reeled off this stat to you in the first episode as well. An unbelievable stat, and I can't believe history has repeated itself, right? Mm. So I said that in every year that Aaron Rodgers was outside of the top 10 in fantasy QBs, and I was still a bit sceptical about the stat, but I, hear, I definitely heard it somewhere. So you've got to take this a little bit pinch of salt. So in every year Rodgers was outside the top 10 of QBs in fantasy, the next year he got MVP. And he was outside the top 10. I think that's happened in the previous two times that he's been the MVP. And he was outside the top 10 in fantasy last year. So people saying, is he going to get the MVP this year? And the man did it again. It's crazy. Um, Aaron Rodgers is... He's a goat. He is a goat. Mm. He deserves a Super Bowl ring. Mm. Yeah, I think he, he's he's going closer and closer with those season that passes and this season it was a bit of an anomaly because everyone's gone into every game they have against the books and underestimated them and mm-hmm. it's been um kind of that team's then fall. Mm-hmm. And um it was amazing as well because of the the break they had, the books had um 
they had like a bye week towards the end of the season, didn't they? Mm. They went seven and five until that bye week, had a week off, and then from that up until the Super Bowl was a seven win, uh, seven win streak, yeah. with no losses. So I think every, I think everyone's going to have to take the books a bit more seriously and kind of really analyze mm. each of their performances just to see how the books dealt with them, and they're going to learn a lot from the books, and I think. That's all down to Brady again. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he has turned that team around um, amazingly, and we'll just have to see what he does next season. Yeah, without a doubt, that was a, that was a crazy stat. They said that on the coverage, yeah. the CBS coverage, didn't they? Um, shows the value of having a bye week, doesn't it? They literally lost the Saints, Rams, and Chiefs back to back before the bye, and then went mm. undefeated for the rest of the season after that week off. And they were the last team to have a bye as well, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Which mm. is that's the the um, the effect a bye has is just astonishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, so yeah, Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. Do you want to hear? Have you seen the other NFL honors from that I have from not. that night? Okay, so offensive player of the year. Do you know who it is? Who would you guess? Um, who would I guess? Mm. Offensive player of the year. Maybe Josh Allen? No, it was Derek Henry. Oh, fair. fair. I think uh, I would have Kamara over Derek Henry. You know? I think so too. Um, mm. I think um, Cam- uh, Henry's a lot more flashy. Does a lot, mm-hmm. But Kamara's just a lot more consistent. It doesn't matter, it doesn't mm. matter if the first half or second half. Um, Kamara, as soon as he's on the field and he has that ball he's able to get that first down make that big play yeah. whereas Henry is an amazing running back but he's a lot more flashy he doesn't have that consistency the same way Kamara does so I would have gone Kamara as well mm. but we alas we aren't <laughs> we don't do it and like Alvin Kamara got six touchdowns in one game come on man I know <laughs> how can he not be the uh, yeah, true. how can he not <laughs> anyway I was a bit bitter about that but yeah Defensive player of the year was uh, Aaron Donald. I guess you can't really argue with that too much. No, I would have yeah. minded um, maybe Tyron Matthew or... I think, yeah, because Aaron Donald was a bit was injured a bit mm. of the season, I could have sworn. Yeah, and maybe even, um, what's his name, on the Bucks, Devin White, the, the yeah, linebacker. Yeah, Devin White had a game and a half. Yeah, um, he had a fantastic Super Bowl appearance. Um Rookie of the year for me, it was between two players, Justin Herbert and Justin Jefferson. Um, it was Justin Herbert in the end, which fair because he broke the record for touchdown passes by mm, the rookie, didn't he? Thirty-one or something. I think it might even been thirty-five. You know. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that might it's something thirty something. Well, let's say thirty mm. something. Um, and then offensive rookie of the year as well was uh, Justin Herbert. So he kind of won two accolades there, lucky guy. Defensive rookie of the year, I definitely agree with this one, was Chase Young. Um, yeah. He had a phenomenal season for the Washington football team. He did, and that's um, what got them into the playoffs, mm-hmm. I think, was his performance, him and <clears throat> Alex Smith. They did really well, Yeah, especially as a rookie. It's not bad to get into the playoffs your first season. Not bad at all. Speaking of Alex Smith, the comeback player of the year was indeed Alex Smith, obviously, mm. after his gruesome injury, took something like 27 surgeries to fix his leg. 27? I think it was something insane like that, yeah. Oof, Maybe 17? Th- oh, let me Google it, right? How many surgeries did Alex Smith have? 17. 17 surgeries. That's me. madness. 70, it's insane, isn't it? As someone who's had three operations myself for the same thing, like seventeen of them, 
unbelievable no thank you it's absolutely crazy um he's done absolute bits to come back Mm. within one or two years yeah i think he had like two years out maybe something Mm. like that Um, it's it's crazy it really is do you see that the Washington football scene, Washington football team have um, signed Tyler Heineke for two se- for two seasons? Mm. So he was, kind of was he at the contract. Rams? No, no, no. Sorry, he was already at the the, the football team, but he's like renewed his contract. They renewed his contract for a two year oh, okay. better deal, essentially, because he was on a you know obviously very low contract and then yeah. came in and played in that in that game against the Buccaneers. They did well against the Buccaneers, especially considering the Buccaneers were Super Bowl champions in the end. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, and then finally, coach of the year was Kevin Stefanski, the coach of the Cleveland Browns. We were saying this a couple of weeks ago, weren't we? How he's yeah, definitely he, in the runnings for it. Had to be him. Mm. Yeah, fantastic end to the season. Oh, I also think the Walter Payton Man of the Year was Russell Wilson as well. But I haven't looked too much into, you know, okay. what he did for the community. But I, I do know that Russell Wilson and a lot of the uh, Seattle Seahawks team uh, do give back to the community, as do a lot of the other players. To be fair. Um, yeah, it's really nice to see how much they give back, especially because um, they don't have to, but it's something that, that's close, they're near and dear to their hearts. So mm-hmm. it's nice to see them giving back to the community and kind of inspiring the youth, if if you will. Yeah, without a doubt. Anything else to mention, Kay, before we sign off? Um, was there a, a transfer? I can't remember. There's been a couple of firings, isn't there? Um, yeah. Of head coaches, but I think they also happened during the playoffs. A lot of them were the petite obviously teams that didn't make it to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Lots of things um, to look forward to for next season. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be an exciting season. Mm. And um, whoever gets the best draft picks, I think the drafts this year are going to play a more important role than they have mm. done before. Mm-hmm. A wild card prediction, Kay. Mm. Who's going to win the Super Bowl next year? we'll look back on this uh, hopefully we'll do another season of let's talk touchdowns but we'll look back on this prediction see how far out or how close we were who are you saying for i'm gonna push the boat out and say mm. um bills oh i was gonna say the bills as well bills versus who we got bills versus green bay that's not a bad shout at all you know it's not a bad shout i don't think for me, I don't think the Packers are going to do as well next year as they did this year. I don't think the Saints are going to do as well. I think it might be a little bit of a changing of the guard over in the NFC. I think you Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I think Saints won't be as good anymore because I think mm. Drew Brees will retire. I think Aaron Rodgers, this is probably his best season. I reckon his last MVP. I think the Bucks will do well. I don't think they'll get to the Super Bowl or perhaps they will get to Super Bowl again, but perhaps not win it. That kind of leaves teams like... Who are we talking? I guess the Seahawks, um, the Rams maybe. Ooh, Rams with Matt Stafford. Ooh, that's Bills, a shout. Rams, Super Bowl, that's what I reckon. That's a shout. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cardinals maybe. They may be doing even better next season with uh, Miami, Browns. Ooh, well, that's, they're in the, over in the AFC, aren't they, Miami and the Browns? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, we've got so many young quarterbacks coming up. So we really do. Yeah. I think that is a pretty good place to, to leave. Let's talk touchdowns for the season, Kay. Our season one ending. It's been a ride, Morgan. Happy it's to been, have you with me. Yeah, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you to everyone who's listened along, listened to us, natching away about American football. Really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. 
and uh, yeah this is us morgan and Kay, signing off for the year and we'll be hope hopefully we'll catch you again in september yeah we'll see you then we'll see you then <laughs>